0: On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we prove that we're a bunch of grown men with ADD problems. We start off talking about the Will Smith-Chris Rock controversy at the Oscars and the relevancy of the Oscars in the past two decades. We try to get into the NCAA tournament, and then we, we move on to the 1994 NBA Finals and what Akeem Olajuwon would do to the centers of today. We move on to the current NBA playoffs, and then finish it off with some NFL free agency talk. Coming up on this episode of Sandlot Sports... I remember that. And that's what, that's what cost them the,
1: the game. Well, actually, they, they had already lost the game because that was the series game five. Brought the NBA back 10 years. That was the springboarding <laughs> into the greatness that is now the shithole of the NBA that it is now. It's just terrible. Okay. Bunch of three-pointers no, which, and terrible shot which, selection and nobody passes.
0: Well, it started this bullshit with Stan Van Gundy. Why?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I got to do something with Dwight Howard. Let me just surround him with shooters. Oh, that worked. everyone try uh-huh. to copy it, but no one can shoot.
2: Incorrect.
1: <laughs> um, Don Nelson, when he coached the Mavericks, said these guys are going to shoot thirty-five three pointers tonight. I don't care if they. I don't care what they think.
0: You give Baron Davis the green light at anything: the basket, the ball. Oh, no, this, this, really
1: this is when he went back to coach the Mavericks, like the second or third time, and they were shitty. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It was a bad. He's, these guys will shoot thirty-five three pointers tonight. Let me see. That's <laughs> what you're talking about when when he was coaching the Warriors.
3: Yeah. Is that when they had a young Dirk? Is that when Dirk was like a rookie or? Not positive. I don't think so. I just, I just try to figure out why, why Dirk and Nash couldn't make, make it work. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dwayne Cody. Will Smith better be glad it was Chris Rock instead of The Rock Johnson.
0: <laughs> well, The Rock, the, Dwayne The Rock Johnson wouldn't mean a dumbass joke like that, but that's a whole different story.
2: But he if said. he
1: did, Will would have never stopped smiling. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I will say this that if Dwayne The Rock Johnson had made that joke, Jada Pinkett Smith would have given Will a different kind of look.
1: I'm yeah. trying to f fi- I'm trying to figure out why he didn't slap the kid that fucked his wife like that.
0: You know, maybe he's like Madison Cawthorn. Who knows?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that other voice you guys hear is BJ
1: Thomas. Mm. Yeah, that's my introduction to the show. I'm here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, my- how are you going to slap Chris Rock for doing his goddamn job, but then you go ahead and let that dude knock your wife out and just – and we don't talk about that anymore. We just don't talk about it, and I'm going to stay with her. Why,
0: that's because that's she's why there. I'm on team. I'm on team It was staged. It was a wheel slap. It didn't hit anything other than maybe the microphone, but I think the whole thing was orchestrated because let me ask you this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Who was talking about the Oscars on Saturday? nobody even but nobody knew,
1: nobody in this group ever would anyways
0: not even in this group but just on
1: social media just in general nobody had who no who talks about the oscars that's my point ever ever though not ever. just this not just this year that's an oscars thing for it has been for a decade maybe longer yeah. nobody gives the, a shit the about oscars. those it's the just oscars them jerking have, themselves off for three hours
0: the oscars <laughs> have basically been irrelevant since crash won best picture <laughs> And that was, what, 06, 05, something like that? Oh, uh,
1: no, nobody ever pays attention to that
0: crap. Yeah, so it, 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 it's got people talking. Now, I, I do find it interesting, the reaction to what's been going on, because you got people going, well, if he was in the Hollywood elite, he would have been carried off. No, he wasn't enough. No, if, if a comedian told a joke at a comedy club and a patron got up, confronted him, and sat back down, um, security probably would have come up to him and said, "Hey, what, what's going on?" May or may not have escorted him up He would not have been arrested. He would not have anything taken away from him. He might have a trespassing warning for a year. That's mm. the extent of it.
1: Well, it's up to whoever and, gets slapped. Yeah, guess that's true. And the thing is, um, and the thing is, is that when you're in, in Hollywood, it's uh, you're not supposed to take legal action in Hollywood. So Chris, kind, of, I guarantee you, not uh, maybe directly, but Chris was pushed into that decision because it could have affected his career. By suing
0: Will and the Academy Awards no, Would have been terrible But I, I do find that the conversation about well Will should have his, his award taken away Really? You guys could take it away from Roman Polanski? Nope. Take the awards away from Kevin Spacey? No. It's okay, it it's from from okay to,
1: No, it's okay to be sexually aggressive And anti-Semitic But <laughs> I'll not, tell you what that What they don't understand is there's a whole Bunch of white people So excited to watch two black guys slap each other on TV. So that's one reason I don't think it was staged, because if it was, it was not well thought out. Second of all, Will held that sucker to the last minute because he wanted to land it.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, That wasn't a stage slap. Will held that thing. He he wanted to land it. And another thing is Chris's reaction. Chris wanted to say something else. And if you watch the slow motion video, he also balled his hand up a little bit. Mm. so i'm not saying i'm not saying a fight was imminent but his initial reaction was to hit will right and then will walked away yeah, yeah. yeah because will will, yeah. will wasn't threatened by chris it would have right. never happened to anybody else right wouldn't happen to anybody never. else wouldn't it happen to anybody else to look Will dead in the eye
3: nope no, no no i totally agree and on top of that too is like will it's like like you couldn't handle that like during the break or you couldn't walk up to the mic and say, hey, you know, like something else. Because my thing is I was telling someone it's like, OK, all right. Will Smith went up. He slapped Chris and Chris didn't respond. But the thing that people don't understand is that like Chris, I'm sure Chris has family. Chris has people that like, hey, to protect you, let me handle this. You know, you know, what, Chris, don't hit him back when he comes to New York. We got something for him, like, 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 like. This can, this could have went like horribly wrong, you know. And people not saying that. A lot of people saying, "Well, well, Will is justified. Really, he's justified for going to slapping the guy because he told a joke." That's how I look at it. He did if his think, job. If he had a problem with him, right? If he had a he problem with job. it, yeah. T- take him to the side. And say, "Hey, I don't like you said you owe my wife an apology." But to go slap him, I'm surprised Chris Rock didn't swing right. I would have, but uh, kudos to Chris for keeping his composure.
1: I got to give and him a, one I'll, of the guys at work credit. He said one of the, somebody's getting their ass whooped. Either I'm going to whip your ass, or you're going to whip my ass for trying to whip your ass. Right.
3: Like.
1: <laughs> hey.
0: And if if we're going to give props and we're and if we're going to go down down the down the road that it was real and you know BJ, I'm more leaning towards that than than before. We should give props to Tyler Perry and to Denzel Washington
1: for diffusing it backstage. Diffusing it backstage, yes. Um, I don't see how you can support Will. You could you could handle that backstage. You know what? There, if he had slapped him off camera, there you might never heard about it. Right. No. It might. It would have been one of those know. rumors from sources. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the like the rumor of
0: Richard Gear. Um. Anyways. Yeah. But I I've always i I've said since the beginning I don't condone it. I understand. I don't condone.
3: Right, and if you want um, to take that stance too. Uh. uh you know, I am saying if we're gonna take that take that stance, okay, I'm gonna de- I'm gonna defend my wife and handle business, then you have to take the repercussions because again, yeah, you slap the guy. He has Chris Rock in my opinion has every right to go, Now I'm gonna fight you back. Like like this is gonna be an ongoing feud war because you embarrassed me in front of not millions. There was uh I was thinking that like there were people in Europe and across it, it could be multi millions who watched that he got assaulted like that. So
1: uh, uh the the oh, unedited broadcast first hit the internet from Japan just to let you know.
3: Oh damn. <laughs> yeah yeah cuz don't forget it here a on 7
1: second delay. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. and it's unedited. It was completely unedited and I was like, "Ooh, spicy." Okay. Mm. Um but see here's here's the deal. You're in the entertainment industry. Chris Rock does have a bite when he hosts shows. He's had that before. He does attack people in the audience it's understood your wife openly talks about her alopecia she doesn't treat it like it's mm-hmm. leukemia because that's what's starting to happen here is we're treating it like you know what i mean it's uh she said she's loved her bald head in in the media before whether it's true or not she's come out and said it um it just seemed what seems staged is what happened between will and jada like J- mm-hmm. jada looked like a puppet master to me because will was just kind of like going along with the night <laughs> mm-hmm. type deal and also the cameras cut away after you see jada roll her eyes and look at him you don't see what mm-hmm. happens to will after that and all of a sudden he's on a mission um mm-hmm. that man is brainwashed i don't know how you could you can say open relationship oh, or whatever but oh,
0: oh, these guys on, are, from- are you accusing somebody that's high up in the religion of scientology of being brainwashed yeah absolutely <laughs> Absolutely,
1: but that's not okay, limited. To but if we're going to do this, that's not limited to Scientology, though. So moving on. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of them. Mm. Any anybody that anybody that totes a book around like a hammer, it belong that belongs to all of you. Okay.
0: <laughs> so we we are a sports show, so we are going to talk about sports tonight. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll that talk was about MMA shit. We
1: that's MMA shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, cool. exactly.
0: So you guys are not going to believe this. So, our bracket that was just a sea of red is still in the 95th percentile on ESPN.
2: Nice. nice.
0: So, you know, I believe the, the final four is Duke and North Carolina, which I'm shocked is the first time they've ever met in the, in the tournament, and Kansas and
1: Villanova. So, we need to take this formula to Vegas then and bet on some NFL games because okay. just hear me out. I, I think I picked like two thirds of that bracket of things I was sure about or like had gut feelings for. And then you guys picked like everything else. So we just find like a trifecta. Let me pick the two things I'm sure about. And then you guys discuss the third. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. I'm
2: down with that too. we can on location. <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah. <laughs> Report on location. How stupid <laughs> is this idea that costs us fifteen hundred dollars a piece to even attempt okay, at okay. the bare minimum? Like just okay. We'll, we'll we'll get back to the sports
0: in a second. So I do have a, a quick story. My mom went on a business trip to Vegas. Okay, she works for a bank. She went took a business trip to Vegas. Never been to Vegas before. She gets off at McCarran Air, um, Airport. Goes in, goes onto the strip, and is shocked and surprised. That there are people walking around half naked and drunk in Vegas.
1: It's like the Daytona of the desert. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you not
1: know where you were? Yeah. I, I fully expect like a Main Street Daytona vibe when I go to Vegas. Just like cleaner, but not the people. Just the buildings. <laughs> like <laughs> that's totally what I expect. I've never been, but that's definitely what I expect.
0: Please prove oh, me. No. Right. And- I, I will tell you that I've been to Vegas multiple times and like you literally get, um, escort cards like they're, like they're baseball trading cards.
1: Nice. Nice. I like that. <laughs> Family town. Jordan's
0: <laughs> reaction is fantastic.
1: Let, let me ask you this. Like if you were, if that was your job, would you hand that to a husband like holding his wife's hand? Cause this guy, <laughs> don't. this guy would, I'd walk right up to you Adam, and be like, here, check this shit out. <laughs> Well, and it's so funny because you hear them you,
0: as you're walking by. You hear them like they're slapping the cards and handing them out. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Vegas. It's, it's is a, one of those places to where You got it. America in
1: a nutshell. It's America in a nutshell. Yeah, I just want to know: Does it smell like Daytona? Like suntan lotion, throw up, and beer? Uh, the last.
0: It year, does yeah, around.
3: Okay. It does okay if you go to the to the MGM around. 12.31 a.m.? Yes. Oh, a little rough. Yeah. Rough. It is.
2: Yeah. You think
1: mm-hmm. that's from the ones that start drinking too early and then realized, oh, shit, this isn't for me, and then puked and went to the bed?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, and, was, and,
0: and here's the thing. is Vegas is just like a cruise, where they will keep feeding you drinks at yes, no charge as yep. long as you appear that you're gambling. $100 yeah.
1: night rooms, no problem. Cheap rooms. You just get in the building. Just stay in the building (laughs) actually if you can i went to a casino i went been to one casino two both hard rocks on each coast fort lauderdale miami and uh tampa Tampa. when i went to tampa i went to the actual to go gamble because the other one just went to drink a whole lot (laughs) um but when i went to tampa i went to gamble i got lost they build that shit so you don't know where you are you don't know what time it is you can't see the sunlight like it's (laughs) it's basically like being in the bottom of a coffee cup you don't know nothing you can't see shit like you just it's just oh man and then I, I'm pretty good with directions like I grew up being out in nature learned how to use a compass like I got a feel for when I'm driving places had no idea sir where's the front door behind that wall walk around the wall in front of me door I'm busting laps around that place 25 minutes get me out of here you got all you're getting let me
3: go Look. Hey, that's what happened to you in that juice, man. <laughs> oh, I, uh, that I, I
1: lost I lost six straight hands that I played of Texas Hold'em. Was just getting ready to get up and be like, you know, fuck this. And got dealt pocket kings. And I was like, hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. So I actually broke even that night. I made the money back in hmm. the next few hands of all everything I lost. I didn't go out of there, but I broke even. I was happy about that. Dug myself into a right. hole. Dug myself right
0: out. Yep, went down the A-Born celebration in the night and went home. So, anyways,
1: yeah. back to sports.
2: <laughs> um, Ambling
1: is part of sports now. Stop trying yes. to drift away from a good conversation. <laughs> um, so, who you guys got? Uh, Duke in North Carolina. Duke's got that emotional wave, but now mm. I think North Carolina does too. Because who else would love to send Coach K home right yep. now other than North <laughs> Carolina in their first Final Four meeting?
2: Ever, ever,
1: yeah. Tournament meeting ever, yeah. yeah. So I mean, this is some serious. Like they've both Absolutely. riding emotional yeah. waves. This could be the game. This could be the national championship.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, and, and I'll tell you this: that I even before Kansas won on Sunday, I, I about texted you guys. Whomever Villanova plays, I am picking because Houston beat the shit out of them, like basically mm-hmm. beat the crap out of them. BJ, I think you said it right. Houston plays
1: to make you not want to play basketball anymore. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've played guys. I've played in my limited basketball experience. I've played guys that will make you just want to go home. I'm done with this shit. Get your hands off of me. like, <laughs> like I'm yeah. sick of smelling your breath. I'm so sick of smelling your breath. Get your mouth out from in front of me. Get out of here.
3: Yeah. Houston reminds me a lot of, uh, of, of that. Villanova team that won the uh, national championship that one year with uh Devin and and Bronson. Chris Jenkins. So, the Chris Jenkins shot. Yeah. No, no, yeah.
0: no, no. That was against North That's Carolina. De- Devin was when they beat
3: Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That one because when they when they beat Arizona before the game started, like I saw I saw the mismatches, and I'm like I'm like they're gonna play their guards tough, and their guards gonna feel pressure to get to put it in the post. And it's going to be their post players to win the game. The post players couldn't do it. I think he got him in foul trouble. Yeah. But, um, well, and
0: that, that's always been Jay Wright's strategy. I'm going to play just a bunch of scrappy guards mm-hmm. and just wear you out. Mm-hmm. And for decades, he couldn't get past the the the, the first weekend. Yeah. Maybe get to the sweet 16 every so often. Once they got mm-hmm. over the hump, yeah, they've been mm-hmm. fine ever since.
1: He found that yeah. formula with uh, Alan Ray. Um, yep. Kyle Lowry, and I can't think of the third guy's name, I Randy Foy. Bad. Yeah, Randy Foy. Yep. Though when he had those three, that was the formula, and he was like, Oh, that's what I'm doing. That's what yep. i And he usually has some bigs that can hit, hit shots too.
3: Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, yeah. I can't think of the name, but yeah, Stunt he had a couple just, on the touch. Yeah,
0: so I mean, wasn't it Cunningham? Something, something Cunningham, Dante, yeah, Cunningham. Dante
3: Cunningham. Yep. 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 And Dante was, Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but they're, they're a scrappy team. And, they, and the other thing I like that Jay Wright does is whoever's playing defense, whether you're um point guard at the center, you got to be able to switch. They switch like clockwork. They switch. Everybody switch. You have their power forward guarding, guarding their point guard, but the, point, the power forward is keeping the point guard in front of them. If you can't switch nowadays,
0: you can't play basketball. Pretty much. I'm
1: rooting for Villanova. You know, I... I really am.
3: But two of their guards are hurt, though. Oh so, you know, that's, that's gonna be ACL. tough. Oh no!
1: Uh-huh. Oh, was it? It was Achilles. Yes, yeah, Why are? Why is that such a big thing lately? How many people blew? When Dan Marino blew his Achilles out, it seemed like an outlier.
2: Mm. Do
1: you remember that? Are Are we getting too big for the human frame? Are we putting
0: are too we much? Play, are we playing too much? Playing not too not much. So much. Are we too big? We're playing too much.
1: Mm. And too I don't know. Big. Look. DK Metcalf almost made the Olympic team. Like, how many sprinters have you seen that ever, ever in the history of sprinting look like DK Metcalf? Yeah. The
2: the
1: the amount of muscle mass and weight that we're putting on ankles and knees, which I don't know if they're engineered that great, anyways, to be honest with you. Like <laughs> this they, they seem like a 40-year product. Like that's what you get yeah. for you get ankles and knees <laughs> for 40 years, and then you know, fuck your life type thing. But um <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm starting to wonder like the Achilles are popping more frequently. I'm starting to wonder if we're getting too big for our frame. <laughs>
0: it, I mean, I'm not going to say that's not a part of it, but I think it's the amount of pressure that they're putting on, on their knees and on their ankles and the amount of games these guys are playing. And it's not just the actual game. It's the practices. It's the two-a-days that they're running. You know, mm-hmm. how, much, you know, how much can they actually take? Because I remember mm-hmm. when, when Kobe blew out his Achilles. They were like, well, he's been working too much. Okay, I, I can buy that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is, is that part of it? You know, yes, the, the big frame's got a part, you know, plays a portion of it. But is it the fact that there's just so much stress continuously on these
1: body parts? Yeah. I mean, there's 300 pounds in the NFL running four nines and and they're knock knee. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it's, I don't know. We're getting getting off of big and fast. Like we're probably linebackers are probably what 20 pounds heavier than they were no. when our parents were watching football. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. I remember John Offed
0: off with the Dolphins. I think he was like 230.
1: Defensive linemen are probably conservatively 50 to 60 pounds heavier. No, actually a, I, would,
0: uh, I would flip that. I would think that they would actually would be heavier. Back in the eighties and nineties, than they are now. Now, defensive linemen, especially edge rushers, are lean. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now,
0: yes. Who, who's Aiden the number Hutchinson, one
1: defensive lineman in this draft? Aiden Hutchinson is Aiden. Is, is is a large human being. Yeah. when it, when the history is written, Aiden Hutchinson and his uh, helped twenty eight uh, bench press reps are going to be brushed to the side. Jordan Davis oh, is oh. a mountain. Is a mountain.
3: Yeah, Georgia.
1: He will be the best defensive player from this draft. Wherever what you is go. he is,
3: six six three twenty, something like that. Gi- six six, six three twenty.
1: Care to play some Massive. wings on that? I mean, this could be like a ten year thing, but sure, we'll play some wings. on
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying that Jordan Davis will be the best defensive player drafted this draft? Yes. How how do we quantify that? talking about his team. career, that's
1: what I'm saying. It's be like a 10 years thing. okay, yeah. So okay. it's like by by the <clears throat> end of his career, he will be the best player in this draft.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I don't know if I can hold out ten, 10 years for a thing of wings, it's a lot of wings. <laughs> you have no commitment
1: to chicken wings.
3: Oh, um, oh, I, I know that there's been a lot of talk of that safety from Notre Dame, that Cal Hamilton kid. They say he's like if, two, four and a half.
0: If Detroit picks him. Y'all can just go over and just slap me on, on their behalf, because that that would be a dumb ass pick to, to take. A regular
3: slap or a Will Smith slap?
1: You during can the, connect during the eighties. The average weight of an NFL lineman was two seventy to two eighty. It is now three fourteen. Okay. Oh, wow.
0: And, and so what's like the average weight there. of an, yeah? What's the average weight of an lineman at Wisconsin? <laughs> I don't think we're, I don't
1: think we're allowed to look at those numbers somebody might get offended.
2: <laughs>
1: and you know I just don't know if some of those numbers are accurate. Cuz you see some of these guys and you're like 250 bullshit.
2: Yeah.
1: Bullshit. There's like two year olds on each side of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that the,
0: the kid that died here in Orlando he you know was what 13 14? He was mm-hmm. 330.
3: Was it 63 330? Yeah. Three thirty. Yeah.
0: No wonder he couldn't fit in the damn chair.
3: Yeah. My thing was. Uh, oh, man. Someone couldn't tell him, or I don't know.
2: No, <sighs> he was denied at four
1: of, of the rides. Them. And he was denied yeah. at four of the rides. He was mm. denied because it was waiting for the rides. One of my friends sent me that video before I really knew what it was, and I watched it. Dude, I'm sorry. This video from the ground. I, as soon as he left the ride, I turned it off
0: yeah because
1: i didn't know what's going on i was watching it and i was like oh this ride looks terrifying i would never get on it no thank you now i super hell no we'll never get on it but i mean kids
0: are just he was just huge
2: yeah
1: and he's not the only one that's that size and that young could you yeah. imagine being a 14 year old kid and going to the theme park and you can't get on one damn ride but the teacups And then those don't. No, I'm serious. Like how he must have been having a shitty day already. Nope, Mm. can't get on here. You're too big. Nope, can't get on here. You're too big. And then he finally gets on a ride. He's probably super freaking excited. He's probably all jacked up. Oh, I got on a ride. I could do something. And then that shit.
3: Mm. Oh man, it was it was sad to look at.
0: Was that Orlando? I mean, yeah, yeah. It was right Icon Park. There on I I Drive. Yeah, yeah,
2: that, yeah that's the parents tied are like, up in we, courtrooms
1: for the next four or five years.
0: Yeah, and the parents are like, "You need to shut this down." Um, okay. If there were actually safety violations, yes, and whomever let him on the ride should be immediately fired and possibly tried for manslaughter. I don't know if they would would lose,
1: but it's not you know unless again unless there are safety violations, it's not the ride's fault. Um, I heard that. The family wants it torn down and a statue built in its place. Like, c- come on, guys. Yeah. Like, come on, guys.
0: Yeah. Well, that's okay. If you're in, if you're from Wisconsin, you shoot two people. You think you should be able to call the president?
3: <laughs> that's crazy, man. Oh, no.
1: Is that kid gonna ever get what's coming to him?
0: No. No. Hmm. He, he's he's white. He, he's protected.
1: You know how I know it won't happen? Because George Zimmerman's still going around signing autographs and shit. Yep. Wearing a Confederate flag. About three shades too dark for that, George. Golly. Yeah, they,
0: they do love the participation trophies.
1: Yeah. Don't they?
3: <laughs> the South's here rise again.
1: Nope. No. South's got
2: in. No. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so frustrating it is quick story so when I was a kid my favorite uh, show was Dukes of Hazzard right I watched watch religion and I remember I was going to watch it and one of my great uncles gave me this nasty look and I'm like did I do something wrong he was like why are you watching that show I said I like it he was like Do you know what that flag represents? I'm like, I don't know. Is it like an American flag? And my great uncle gave me a history lesson on that flag, everything from from what it meant to him, who uses it, and everything. And like, even though I enjoyed the show, but I think that day is when I stopped watching it because he made he pretty much made me feel like this small, even though I I knew what he was trying to do, and now that I'm older, I appreciate it. But it was like, man, you couldn't have knew. like water down for me. Like he went like full, like, this is what that flag means. And like, Brr. and I'm like, Oh shit, oh okay. Well, uh, no more deuce of hazard. But it's just crazy. Like, every time I think of that flag, I think of when my great uncle put me on game on that flag. Because I was a kid, like I you know, no,
1: you're
3: like, okay. You saw a, see, a car flying walk.
1: through the air and people running from cops. This is fantastic.
3: Hey, this is awesome. And and Daisy wow. and their dukes. Yeah, easy <laughs> So that was uh that was quite an experience, man. I think about it now. Um real quick though, um, I knew we went off on on it just to go back. The dialogue that Shannon Sharp said uh about the whole Will and Chris situation, like even didn't though catch it, everybody so can made... you give me
1: can you give me a rundown? Because oh, okay. I didn't catch it. Just to, like a brief overview. I didn't catch okay. what Shannon said.
3: So pretty much what Shannon was saying was like, like everybody who's glorifying what Will did, like they don't understand. Like first off, from a from an African American or a Black American community, like that's the last thing that we should be showing on television, right? Because like we we've it's known that the Oscars, you know, they toy with us a lot. So it's like the one time that we had a chance to shine, it was over run by that negative situation so he was pissed about that then he was pissed off at he said okay well you went and you slapped chris but what about august alcina who you're went on the red table talk and like pretty much comfortably shared the experiences why didn't you slap him and if she and, and if and if you want to protect her well the feelings not mutual because she didn't protect you when she went on a red table talk and pretty much aired your guys business for for all of America and the world to see. So he was saying how, 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 how Will has like he was disappointed in Will and how um Will has lost his sense of reality. Like the, the the reality is like the people who you should be going after, you use Chris as a, you took all your emotions out on Chris. That's not fair. He said yeah. a joke, okay, you didn't like the joke, you, you couldn't pull him aside and talk to him. And then Shannon also said, "If that was me, I would have whooped Will's ass." Which <laughs> it wouldn't happen to you. It thing. wouldn't happen to you. Shannon's too big for that. Yeah,
1: Shannon's too big for that. Will would have done that. The thing is, is Will put that slap in his pocket at the red table. He put it in his pocket. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Can't beat Jada." Hold up, put it in his pocket. And then he saw Chris and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take it out in pocket." So Chris Rock's face paid for Jada fucking their whole family up.
0: Yeah. yeah. But what what really gets me is the people that are like. Well, Will should be arrested. Will should be this. Will should be that. As there, those same people are walking into Starbucks with like three guns and ammo packs.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, there's no laws against it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the Jada thing really gets me. Like, look, her family took a likability hit because of her a year ago. Like. I don't know. It wasn't like they were a, a popular couple in Hollywood. And now it's just kind of like they're becoming a joke quickly. Over yeah. the course of a year, year and a half, they're becoming a joke of Hollywood very quickly. And um, this is what I was trying to tell Adam yesterday is like, there will be repercussions for this. Mm. Like, you took a guy who was um, funny, laid back, uh, kind of like borderline hokey his whole career, mm. his whole career. And then you see him do this in person. Mm. Like that's gonna change certain people's perception of him. Absolutely. I'm not saying like his core fan base is gonna fall off, but the fringe, the fringe yeah. is gonna
3: change. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I, I still say that he'll put out a movie in 2023. It'll be some action go kill alien movies and no one's gonna care. <laughs> Everyone's gonna go watch it. No one's gonna remember this. Well that's
1: funny. it's funny Chris Rock is gonna care because this concert ticket went up for 46 bucks to so like 580. Yep.
3: Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh Uh-oh, because everyone wants to hear what he has to say on this.
1: Yeah, boy, I tell you, that was the best slap he ever took in his life. Put him right back to
3: 1999.
1: Yeah. Slapped him right back to 1999. Ooh, five (laughs) hundred eight dollars a ticket. Let's go.
0: Somebody asked me on on Twitter, who was the best stand-up comedian of all time? I don't know. That the question to you guys. I I, I know who I answered.
1: Uh, I liked Richard's storytelling. I like Richard's Richard Pryor storytelling. Uh, Eddie Murphy made it commercial. Um man, there's I can't. This is one of those things. Like, you tell me who my favorite band is, like I can narrow it down to like 10.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I can't do this. Um, because I appreciate everybody for their individual talents. Absolutely. Like Don Rickles would not might not survive today but he would still do his fucking bit and not care what you said about it
2: yeah
1: (laughs) so i respect don rickles and And like i said
0: george was too on the nose uh who george carlin like he
1: he wouldn't he knew he was talking to stupid people (laughs) that's what you don't understand george wasn't up there just telling jokes he was trying to fucking tell you something and nobody (laughs) listened and here we are (laughs)
2: yeah
1: So I, I can't take that from you, Adam. George, George knew what he was doing. He was talking to fucking morons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then you got a guy like Rodney. Who does one-liners better than Rodney? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: For an hour. <laughs> For an hour. And then like you, if you ever just have a few spare minutes, watch Rodney Dangerfield sitting there with Johnny Carson he johnny carson cannot contain himself when he's sitting next to rodney Field. Like, <laughs> you
2: know
1: you know what it was or if, if you got on carson's stage to do stand-up comedy you just made it like you're going to be doing movies you're going to be touring like you're going you're going and he would always bust bust johnny carson up i've watched several uh visits that he made there and consistently messes johnny carson up
2: well i, I just don't know i can't bear it down a...
1: Mitch Hedberg?
0: Yeah, that, that was and I, I, I like Hedberg, but I I don't think he's up there in the pantheon of the, the Richards and the Georges and the Eddies.
1: But who tells dumber jokes? Who tells dumb jokes better than Mitch Hedberg? They're so dumb, but he pulls them off and the whole crowd laughs. I'm telling you, stand-up comedies, it's it's very hard for me. It's just like music. I can't I can't narrow it down. If you ask me to say who's the one. Who beats Kevin Hart's ticket sales right now? Who's beating I don't that think ever? Kevin Hart's funny. Uh, he, his first two stand-up specials I w- I enjoyed thoroughly.
2: Yeah.
1: I stopped watching after those two. He started to burn me out. I saw him too much. Yeah,
0: the, the problem with, with Kevin Hart is he, he doesn't change his act. It's the same thing and whether it's movies, stand-up, shows, whatever. It's
1: the same freaking oh. act. Yeah, yeah, and home run hitters don't start hitting for average when they get to the show either. No. Yeah. So you gotta remember; those checks keep rolling in. I wouldn't change a damn thing either. You've been listening to me for a day. twenty years like this.
3: Twenty years like this. I got a
1: I got a house to pay off, guys.
3: You know, one thing I can say is that um, Kevin, I I, th- I think he was actually funnier when he was younger, because I saw Kevin Hart. He came here to uh, back uh, back in the day. It was called the uh, the AKA Lounge. It was downtown. And, and I was there and the comedian who was hosting, he was like, uh, he was like, I'm gonna bring my brother up. uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart was small, like he still is now. And he came up and he was doing like impersonations. He was cracking on people in the crowd, but you know, but it's like, like the overall sentiment was like, man, this guy's gonna make it. And this was before he did Soul Plane. This was like 2002. I think yeah, it was like 2002. uh, Yeah, yeah, 2002, aka 2003. He went there and uh, he did he did excellent show. And then when I saw him on Soul I'm like, wait a minute, I've seen that guy before. Yeah. And then you know, but yeah, Um, back things. It bothers me. It bothers me that
0: none of y'all have mentioned Lewis Black. I like Lewis. I like. I like Lewis.
1: Talk about something you want to say? George Carlin's on the (laughs) nose.
0: Oh yeah.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, I like Lewis Black. Louis blacks he, on the nose followed
1: two. by fuck like
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> i like yeah. lewis black um i I, yeah. I like him a lot actually um but you know um uh, bernie Mac never would have had to do movies if he didn't want to
2: yeah he could have toured his whole life yeah
1: he'd have toured his yeah. whole <laughs> life never would have had to do a movie yeah. radio show nothing he could just show up and yeah. do a show <laughs> but yeah lewis black is amazing I do like Lewis Black. Yeah. I'm trying to think, I've seen a lot of stand-up comedy specials.
3: It's, it's hard. Yeah, I can't pick one like like the best because some people may say like Have you guys ever seen a Red Fox stand-up comedy?
1: Uh, I've heard clips of it. I haven't heard like a whole show.
3: Yeah. So yeah, I heard, I heard clips too, but um, he was pretty funny too. And then I heard I heard rumors that that red fox wrote some of richard prize material back in the day
0: it would surprise me me if they collaborated yeah
3: yeah they collaborated yeah so you know
0: know, if we're gonna
1: talk about jokes i mean might as well just talk about the lakers (laughs) they're not even we're talking about there's posts online right now saying please do not put them back on national tv (laughs) like we got playoff races to deal with it's no more no enough is enough we've our eyes have been molested long enough stop this Uh,
2: uh,
0: um, yeah did you get did you guys see the theory that's out there and um the guy actually like showed the clips um that whenever the lakers win their social media team will show either ad or lebron but whenever they lose it's always a picture of like Malik Monk or insert a random or dude
1: else.
3: here. <laughs> 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 Who's the guy in the
1: number fifty eight
3: jersey? <laughs> <laughs> uh Wow, that's crazy. But um, I'm, I'm hearing rumors that a growing system is like they're thinking about trading AD, which I don't think. I, I I don't know if that'll be the answer to their problems trading AD, but. But they the the it's is been blow the whole
0: fucking thing up. And I mean, start over.
1: AD's a front runner. He doesn't have as much dog as I, as I thought he did.
2: Yeah,
1: he's cool when he's with Team USA. He's cool when he's in the playoff run, but when he's not, not the same dude. Mm-hmm. It's funny they talk about
0: how you know, all of this is Westbrook's fault. The team was great until Westbrook.
1: They were seventh last year. Hmm. Westbrook was the least likable of the stars on that team. He was the easiest one to pick on. Oh, yeah. But it's not like not like they were great
0: last year. And hell, I think the only reason why they, they beat the Heat in the bubble was because Jimmy was, was um, tired. Mm-hmm. From
2: yep.
1: fucking, fucking what's-her-face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Nichols. Yeah.
1: He, he was practicing dribbling in his
0: hotel room in the bubble.
3: <laughs> Wasn't it him and Ilya Sova? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it ain't no fun. Like that's a, we can have none. You know what I'm saying?
1: Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Eiffel Tower. High five. <laughs> <laughs> you, hold, you hold the head, I'll milk the cow.
2: Yeah.
3: Wow.
0: <laughs> that, that's where we have gone. The ah. NFL season cannot get here soon enough.
1: Nope. Still talking about sports, though. She's the one that did it. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. And look, you can't, you can't do stuff. You you can have whatever sexual life you want, but you, you can't make some like borderline or like racist statements and have them leak and expect for people not to poke fun at the fact that you're getting tag teamed by a European and a black guy. But you got racist yes. shit to say about Maria Taylor. Is that yeah. No, yep, kind of weird. Yeah, kind of weird. So, yeah. Jimmy, don't ever ask her for money because that's when she starts getting rude.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: She'll sling that booty for free, though. We know that.
0: I'm sure Jimmy gave her an interview later.
1: I'm trying to cancel us a quarter to ten.
2: <laughs> calm down, calm down. <laughs> Um, if,
0: if the Lakers are out or, or the Nets back in with Kyrie coming back? Probably.
3: Oh, he can play, I mean, games now. yeah. thing about it has been Milwaukee. I think, is it Brook Lopez maybe coming back in the playoffs? If I'm not mistaken, I think they were saying heard. that Brook Lopez might be coming back. He should be back uh, like around second round in the playoffs. If I Lopez know his brother be back, won't be in the
1: playoffs. Yeah. I'd have started with the magic early on, be like, you know, I'd like to play with my brother at some point in my career.
3: <laughs>
0: hey, work for the Wagner brothers.
1: Good shot, you never know.
3: Yeah. But yeah, I th- I think if Brook Lopez come back, he's like eighty percent. I think it's gonna be hard for uh Brooklyn to beat Milwaukee. I think any team in the East, Milwaukee's gonna be a tough out.
1: Milwaukee uh Giannis just hammered on uh, Embiid just before we got on air. <laughs> hammered on him, bum. Euro stepped in the lane, dude. Like he didn't have full momentum. Mm. Shoved a guy off him. He he stepped left, shoved the guy off him, stepped back right, jumped and dunked left, handed over Embiid. I was like, oh, yeah. oh.
3: I so that's so anyway. a big man. So that's so no a skill- big man in the NBA. Huh?
1: No skills though. No skills though. So, couldn't play in the yeah. Couldn't play in the eighties. No skill. That's what they, that's what I've heard about him on the internet, or read about him. Giannis, yeah, no skills, can't shoot, couldn't play in the eighties. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because the six eleven guy that runs a four or five couldn't play in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, bullshit, Dude. jumping over Magic
3: Johnson. Okay, all right. So I bring you this question. So if go back in time, you put Giannis right now in the eighties, do you think that he would give a chemological one havoc in the eighties? Oh, different monster. Fun. That's a different monster.
1: Hakeem's going to know you're athletic, and he's going to use that against you.
0: Okay, and BJ, mm-hmm. let's not forget that Dorian was the one that said that um,
3: Jokic would give Hakeem trouble. I, I said he would on he he would on offense. Jokic is what seven three two seventy. Dorian's the Meg of the show. I'm just saying, oh, Dorian's he, like Dorian's <laughs> like Meg. Like we're happy you're here, I, but no, I'm just saying, man, like. Jokic is talented as you know what, like, uh, like, like his how he passes, his 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 shooting selection, um, how he's able to to back you in, even if you even if you can contest him in his strength and knowing, okay, all right, I know this guy may be stronger than me, but but he knows how to like use his body to maneuver like Jokic is a problem. You're
1: talking about a man who we had never seen before and we will never see again you'll we'll never see that player again. Never, ever, ever. He was never, he, we've never seen a big man move like that when he got here. And they sure as hell aren't doing it now. <laughs> right. Jokic, no. Jokic is an eff, efficient man at what he, a player at what he does. What right. he's not going to do is move his feet properly.
2: Right.
3: And Olajuwon's going
1: to, going to left and right his ass to death.
3: Absolutely. No, <laughs> on Jokic can't play defense on Olajuwon. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Olajuwon can play defense on Jokic. Yes. However, his size. What, what I was saying was his size. So wait, 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 wait wait, 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 wait.
1: Let's go down the lo- road of logic here. We need to go through logic here. So, on one end, Olajuwon would score, and on the other end, he would prevent the scoring.
3: That's no. how you fucking win games. That's. <laughs> But again, what I, was, what I was saying was with Jokic, I was saying was, yeah, okay, do I think Jokic will average 20.70 rebounds against One Hell no. However, I do think that he would be a 15-10 guy against One, I mean, Arvidas Sabonis did it. Arvidas Sabonis averaged 18, what, 10? what? He was, he was like 12.5. You're saying 5? that
1: the yeah, peak is 15-10. Okay. But, but 15 again against 25 and 15 is not a problem. You're not being a problem. You're just kind of like, holding a spot. You're like, you're just, you're on the floor. Thanks for participating.
0: And Riley numbers.
3: Hey, no. watch your okay. mouth. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <Hughes>. Um <laughs> <laughs> I meant Riley really Feigley. Exactly. He's, he's a cool guy. No, okay. I see what you're saying with that. But what I'm saying is that, okay, if if Arbita Sabonis with no knees, average 12 and a half points, 10 rebounds a game on a large one in his prime, what would Jokic average? 17, 18, 10. That's still solid against Elijah One, which I think one of the greatest, the top two greatest defensive uh in, in NBA centers. Yeah, okay. So Jokic never would, would average
0: if if Jokic averaged 17, 17, 12. Okay. Elijah One would abuse him in the paint. We're not talking 25 points a game. We're talking probably close to 35 points a game.
3: No, I agree. I, I totally thirty five
0: is more than double 17.
3: Right, I, I that I do agree. However, I I do think that Jokic, if the, I, I think that Jokic would be have some success against a one, and most centers didn't have like Shaq for instance. Some success. Shaq. If you played Jordan long enough, you'd probably hit a shot. If
1: you played him long no. enough. If somebody like brought him a cigar or something, and he needed something to drink and wanted a shot of like, whatever the fuck he drinks, somebody just brought him a drink and he stepped off the court. Uh, you'd probably hit that shot. No, but I'm just saying, like, man, come on, let's be realistic. He would turn, he would turn Jokic into an average guy when they played, slightly above
3: average at best. Okay, okay, and that's and that's all I'm saying. Like, but and you are not going to beat Akeem Olajuwon going up there, fucking average. No. Oh, right, right. In order in order to have a chance against Elijah One, the I think I think the only center that I have seen who had a solid like game against Elijah One was Dave Robinson.
1: Well, I'm just glad we talked you down. Can you apologize to Keem now?
3: <laughs> it's been it's been about I never a- say anything. It's bro. About- all I said was all, listen, all of this is, is my favorite center. But I was saying was the skill set that Jokic has in Jokic's prime, he would have some success. I'm not saying that he can guard Elijah One. I'm not even saying that. What I'm, what I, what, again, what I'm saying is that he would have some success. Most centers didn't have some success against Elijah Wan.
1: Charles Barkley, Scottie Pippen, Elijah Wan would whoop his ass. I'm not even talking about Patrick Ewing in the finals, Elijah Wan. I'm talking about Charles Barkley, Scottie Pippen, Elijah Wan would whoop his ass.
3: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
1: We'll never see another Akeem.
0: Yeah,
1: Embiid tries. And,
0: he got like and two reasons we'll never see another Akeem. Is that I don't think Akeem even picked up a basketball until he was seventeen. That's
3: right. Like he started, started playing, playing soccer. soccer, soccer mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Why was? Why didn't they keep him a goalie? I would have done whatever it took to keep him a goalie. Be like, no, look, dude, you're you're athletic. You move well. You're a goalie.
3: Yeah, he said he fell in love oh. with the game. He a fellow with basketball. He was like, all he want to do is play basketball.
1: So,
0: BJ, to your point, um, when Elijah Warren played Patrick in the finals in 95, actually 94, do you know how many points Patrick averaged per game? I want to say like 18. And Dorian?
3: About 14, 13.
0: 18.9. 80. Shooting 36% from the field. 36%. Mm. Yeah. it ain't scoring on him. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen.
1: Hold on a second here. What did you shoot from the field, did you say? 30 what? 36.4%. 36. 36. This is a career 50% shooter. And yeah. a career 21 point score. So he knocked 13 points, roughly. 14 points off his uh, percentages. Three points off his points. Now, let's do something funny. What about the rebounds?
0: 12.4. Probably because he was missing a bunch of shots.
1: How many <laughs> rebounds? 12.4.
3: John Starks was missing.
1: Wow. He's a career average in 9.8. Well, you got Starks
0: putting up 50 misses in the game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, figured, I figured Patrick Ewing for a career average would have been a double-digit rebounder. He's not. Well, he, yeah, that's, he's that's right at the threshold. Mind. Nine okay. eight yeah, and uh, actually he was only a double digit rebounder nine point nine and ninety nine to be fair, but from uh, eighty nine to ninety seven, that was his only stretch of being a double digit rebounder. Oh, wow. That just seems weird to me. Would you have bet that? You
2: never nah, would have, nobody could. would have bet that. I thought he was I like 12, he had, I 11. figured
0: he would have been a, double, a walking double double.
2: Yeah,
1: hands down. Oakley said that Patrick wasn't that good of a player. He just came out and said it this week. You didn't see that? No. No. Oh my goodness. I only look it up. Hold on, guys. Now I gotta
3: do this. <laughs> wow, he's one of the good yeah, players. I just don't
1: I'll miss, I'll miss the quote. Well, he did admit that he's butthurt because Patrick didn't help him with the Madison Square Garden thing. So how much can we really take into this now that he's admitted yeah, that also? That's fair. Um Hmm. He said he didn't feel. What was it? He said I don't feel like you trust the players in some situations, especially in the Houston series.
3: Probably because oh. no one could hit shots on Houston. They Houston didn't give either. him a reason to. Yeah. Says uh, Oakley also
1: said a lot of guys on the team did not respect you because of the things he did around them. He adds, if a guy has to question six or seven things out of ten against your leader, that's not good. Uh, Ewing was hard to deal with hard to play with a lot of guys might not say that on air but they say it behind his back I haven't spoken to him especially after the incident happened in Madison Square, Madison Square Garden he didn't come to my rescue um, Yeah. if Ewing apologized to Oakley would he accept no Oakley said he said something about the incident about six months ago like it's been four years almost that's a situation no one wants to see happen but I thought he would have been the I thought he'd have been the first one
2: yeah, I Some take that words. as
0: a someone, someone, being butt hurt yes, because me, they picked yeah. out of yeah. On uh, top of that, who other than Patrick, who do you trust on that ninety four Knicks team?
3: None. I mean, Derek Harper, but Derek Harper was busy guarding Sam Cassell and Kenny Smith. You know. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, Charlie you gotta Ward. Figure like, I'm doing rosters right
1: now, guys. I'm, I'm going hmm. to rosters right now. We're going to talk about this because this is a good question. Yeah. Uh, Greg Anthony was solid, but uh, like I mean, mm. he's he'd be Greg Anthony would played consistently. How Jokic, Jokic would against the team? Average. So he, here better. here's the roster for the
0: '94 Knicks team: Eric Anderson, Greg Anthony, Rolando Blackman, Rolando Blackman, Hubert Davis, <laughs> Ewing, Corey Gaines, Derek Harper, Anthony Mason charles oakley doc grover's most overrated coach ever um charles smith john starks and herb
1: williams if i remember correctly they had that team was so stretched out for points that they had anthony mason taking
3: big shots
0: mm-hmm. i think so It did because again if you need a basket where are you going
1: right At. and then look that's a real thing like I imagine at some point, as crappy as it sounds, he just felt like I have to do this myself. And now we get into a clutch situation. And do you really trust these guys that you haven't trusted all year to finally fucking bail me out in the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. No, probably not. I have to do this myself. So it's not the most team friendly thing, but when you surround somebody with this level of talent, who is what some would thought one of the better basketball players of a generation, he probably feels like he's got to do it himself. Yeah, <laughs> I just... yeah.
3: right. And, and I, I don't know if you guys remember, but you start feeling comfortable trusting teammates when what? When Allen and Houston and when the Charles Sprewell came in, he's like, "Shit, you guys got it now." I'll just view that. Yeah, you know, because that, he that's had that people they could happened.
1: shoot and make a basket.
3: Dude, exactly.
1: The 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 Rockets guards were far superior. Yeah, Sam Cassell, Kenny Smith. I mean, I'm pretty sure they still had Robert Ory in 94.
3: Yeah, Robert Ory. Robert was a
1: power forward, though, of course. Yeah. And um, and Otis Thorpe. Otis Thorpe. Like that team had... was superior. Yeah. Mario. Here's the roster.
0: Uh, he was yep. Coming off the bench. Yeah. Matt Bullard, Sam Cassell, Mario Elliott. <laughs> oh, then there was a name. Hard. There's a name. Man. Robert Ori, who l- looks like Will Smith, um, Chris Jenks, <laughs> Vernon Maxwell.
3: Vernon Max, Matt Matt. <laughs>
0: Akeem, Kenny Smith, and Otis Thorpe. If Hmm. I need a basket, I've got some shooters on that that team. I'm going to big game,
1: Bob. Right. Well, do they have – hold on. Where's the stats? Nobody – What what I've got up is the
0: stats of the finals. The series? Just the series? Yeah. Yeah, this is the series.
1: Look at how low the assist numbers are for the Rockets. Yeah. Derek Harper had six assists. He was the assist leader for the series. I mean, Starks had almost six. Starks had 5.9. That's crazy. I remember the Rockets
0: passed more than that. Mm -hmm. Now, is it true that the assist numbers have kind of been inflated recently, where they give more leeway to the assist?
1: Wouldn't surprise me, but I haven't heard anything for sure about that. I'm not positive. Okay. Okay. But I mean, that sounds like something they would do because, I mean, if you're going to let LeBron walk, I mean, let's be honest, the crab dribble.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you have to explain yourself. <laughs> it It's my move. It's still traveling. Yeah, I know. You're mm-hmm. not Michael Jordan, dude. Just shut up and play
2: basketball.
1: <laughs> Wait, did, did you just tell LeBron to shut up and dribble? <laughs> yes. Yes. When talking about his stupid basketball ideas, he absolutely should shut up and dribble like when like for instance when he tries to be a gm he should absolutely shut up and dribble because it's worked out so well it worked out so well your recruiting is just pat
3: riley like
1: (laughs) that's sarcasm in case you haven't been paying attention to the damn show
3: (laughs) ever (laughs) ever speaking of pat riley i think pat riley's probably the only gm slash president that put LeBron in his place. Like, no, you're not doing this. This is what you're doing here. If you don't like it, find another team. We, we started a we started a
1: conversation here about the Pat Pat Ewing and Hakeem Olajuwon numbers. We even mentioned the fact that Hakeem Olajuwon averaged almost 27 points a game against one of the best defensive players of that generation. Yeah. 27 points a game in the finals. Not yeah. during the regular season. Mm.
0: business and here's here's what people forget okay akeem dominated that series new york Mm -hmm. had no shooters if Mm -hmm. john stark doesn't go one for 20 in game seven new york wins the title
2: Mm -hmm. i
0: don't know how they
1: pull that out (laughs) i don't know how they even did that
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm, I'm sorry starks. he wasn't
0: he was not one for 20 he was
3: two for 18. Two oh, 18. that's
2: better, that's better. Right.
3: didn't know didn't he go into a depression or something after that like i know he spoke on it like he was like like he he was getting a depression because i think he got traded to golden state that's right he got traded for golden state for the trail spree well i thought no what was it am i am i right yeah 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 john starks and somebody else got traded to Golden State for Latrell Speed World, something else, I thought.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't until '98.
3: It was, he, 98? was on, he
0: was on the New York roster.
3: He was on the New York
1: roster
0: until New York got back to the finals.
1: See how cheap you get when you choke your coach? You can get traded for John Stark's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. yeah, that '99
0: that game series was interesting because. They traded away Starks.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You um Patrick was hurt that entire season and they made the finals.
3: That's right, because Marcus Canby took over as a starter. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that that next team I was a fan of. But they had no answer. Oh yeah. Anybody first. that hits any team that hits Kobe with the two-piece, my favorite. <laughs>
1: Chris Childs. Boy, <laughs> tagged his ass, didn't he? Bang! Bang! I am like, oh Kobe, you were ready. You were ready, Kobe. I didn't like Kobe when he was playing uh, originally. He just kind of grew on me because anybody that can look at (laughs) an organization, (laughs) a head coach, and fans and be like, Yeah, kiss my ass. I'm shooting 50 shots tonight. That's my kind of (laughs) guy. That's why I got. When when I (laughs) was, What am I supposed to do? Pass it to Smush Parker?
2: Good boy, Kobe, what the <laughs> hell are you supposed to do? <laughs> and, and, so and, know,
0: I, I, and Doran, I know you said that that, uh, that 99 New York team was one of your favorites. It's actually one of my worst. Because they, in the heat around that era, really just brought basketball back about a decade and a half with regards to just complete total defense and ugly basketball. Yes, yeah. and they would
1: fight too. They would fight. Yeah. Yeah. The ball. yeah. Shut up, Adam. It. That was a great period of basketball. <laughs> That's when men played basketball. Exactly. And I say yeah. that with all the toxic masculinity possible. <laughs> yeah, Jeff
0: and uh, hanging on to Alonzo Mourning's leg.
2: Exactly.
3: I think I'm trying to figure out how that like started. I think it was I think it was Dan Marley was driving to the lane, and it was not Charles Smith, but who's the other? There's another power forward for the Knicks. It was Charles Smith. Like they like they like bumped him and Marley went into the stands. that's when Marley got up. That's when Alonzo was doing the pointing and stuff. And then after that, uh, I think it was uh I don't think I don't know it was Oakley who I think it was Oakley or someone. They grabbed Alonzo when he was going up for a layup, and that's when he did the swinging and stuff like that. It was either Oakley or um or or not not Smith or Mason. One of them, they fouled him when he was going up. And that's when he went for the, for the swing. I'm trying to find like, it on my phone. Yeah. 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 Anytime New York and Miami played, I was glued to the TV. You know, somebody's going to fight It's so, going to go down to the last wire.
0: And the 97 Eastern Conference semifinals Miami won game five, 96 to 81, which was highlighted by a brawl that was started by PJ Brown, objected to Charlie Wood's okay. attempt to gain possession for a rebound.
3: Okay. That's what it was. It was PG. We got, we, it we're was bringing Peter Charlie Ward back or
0: in. During the brawl, Patrick Ewing, Allen Houston, Larry Johnson, and John stocks left the bench. I remember that, and that's what that's what cost them the, the game. Well, actually, they they had already lost the game because that was the series game five. Brought the
1: NBA back ten years. That was the springboard into <laughs> the greatness that is now the shithole of the NBA that it is now. It's just terrible. Yeah. Bunch of three pointers no, and terrible shot selection, which, and nobody passes.
0: Well, it started this bullshit with Stan Van Gundy. Why? Yeah, <laughs> I gotta do something with Dwight Howard. Let me just surround him with shooters. Oh, that worked. Let everyone else try to Aha. copy it, but no one can shoot. Incorrect.
2: <laughs>
1: um, Don Nelson, when he coached the Mavericks, said these guys are gonna shoot thirty-five three-pointers tonight. I don't care if they. I don't care what they think.
0: You give Baron Davis the green light at anything. But the basket, the ball. it oh, doesn't this really
1: matter. A, this is when he went back to coach the Mavericks, like the second or third time, and they were shitty. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was a bad. He's, these guys will shoot thirty five three pointers tonight. i such a thing about when, when he was coaching the Warriors.
3: Yeah, it, it, is that when they had a young Dirk? Is that when Dirk was a like a rookie or not? Positive. Or
0: I don't think so. I
3: just I just try to figure out why why Dirk and Nash couldn't make make it work,
0: or why Nash and Sotomayor didn't make it work or two, why Nash and anyone else didn't make it work
1: I... two fifth, that's two-fifths of your team not playing defense hmm.
2: Yeah. so I mean there's part of it in my opinion
1: and I remember yeah. that line because I believe the game was against the Magic and I remember seeing on uh, in my brain keeps telling me I saw it on Sunshine Sports Sunshine Sports excuse me David uh, yeah how hokey were those guys? Aren't Chip, they still doing the games? Chip Carey and uh, Givens. What's his first name? I Who's Chip know. Carey's partner?
0: I don't know. All I know, all I can think it was Harry Carey, and that was his dad. His dad was a good announcer.
1: Yeah. Chip had a good voice, though. I'm not upset that he narrated the best part of my basketball life.
3: Wasn't it Chip Carey and Matt Goose is Goose? Gukis Go, Matt Goose yeah, yeah, Gookis.
0: Because he was the coach. Yeah. yeah. I've got Don Nelson's um career up here. And yeah, he went he went um back to Dallas 97, 98. Um because only, only had once in at Dallas. So that was, and his first oh, year he went was Back active. to Golden State from Dallas, didn't he? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it was. And that that was the Baron Davis
1: years. Mm. Yeah, I was just reading a little article here and it said that he started with this he started letting Manu Bull shoot three-pointers when he was with the Warriors Don Nelson's the reason three-pointer is the way it is
2: mm-hmm.
1: run and gun, chuck it up chuck it up and go get back route. on defense
0: if you want to go that route then it's Paul Westfall from college and he was coaching at Loyola L- Marymount and literally killed Hank Gathers
1: oh I wasn't talking about the run and gun thing so much but that was what they were doing is just run and gun and jacking up threes so on, on that note,
0: we're gonna take a quick break. That went pretty quick. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. And so we got a few minutes left. We'll talk about the NFL. So, um, Dorian, I know you want to get to free agency, but I want to kind of get to some of the new rules for the upcoming NFL season. Oh savings. yeah. Um, how can I describe this? Um, they're fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So I I don't know if you want to start with um, the forcing NFL teams to have either a minority or a female position um, person in an offensive coaching position. And it doesn't matter, it doesn't say offensive coordinator. It just says offensive coaching position. So how many wives are going to just randomly have positions on the team? (laughs)
3: Exactly. <laughs> uh, you, you're the fullback coach baby fullback coach
2: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> honestly I wish they would just like do away with the Rooney rule and just be honest like I mean we it's like to keep a rule and just continuously like don't abide by it like why have the rule just be like you know what mm-hmm. we just don't feel as if you know a certain group of people are capable of, of running what we want them to run so it protects like, at least them it
1: protects them legally.
3: Yeah.
1: We're doing yeah. our part.
3: Yeah, we're doing our part.
0: Now you're not. here. It, it's a show trial. That's all it is.
3: But I did read something that some owners kind of like side-eyed Pittsburgh for um, Tomlin to bring on Flores as a defensive coordinator. Like, so? Like, you know, like they wanted to kind of Kaepernick him a little bit, but um, Tomlin did an interview. He was like, you know, well Brian well, Flores. Brian Brian
1: Flores has been a black man his whole life. I'm sure he knows better than to think in public. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I mean, what the hell is his, what the hell's your problem, Brian? What were you thinking, having yeah. an
0: opinion and shit? And I, I I will bring this up every time Kaepernick is brought up. Now, should he have been blackballed from the NFL? No. However, most people forget he was a backup quarterback when he started kneeling. He mm. was expendable. Yeah. He was the ex- he was the black you know version of Drew Stanton. He was, uh, yeah,
1: his he's numbers done. were comparable to Teddy, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater's this year, who is constantly being replaced. Yes. Mm. So, just to give you an idea, right.
0: So, if if Kaepernick has started kneeling. When he was taking the 49ers to the Super Bowl it'd be a whole different story right. but he was a backup quarterback at the time and he's been out of, out of the league for six years now mm-hmm. now was there some collusion there? probably but again his talent didn't outweigh the circus Brian Flores is going to have a circus around him but his talent as a defensive coach
1: outweighs yeah. that yeah yeah Speaking Ooh, of um, you can't compare those two circuses. Like well, Ryan I mean, Flores is as good as his job.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, Colin Kaepernick is the is the equivalent of Tim Tebow, where the talent does not outweigh the circus.
1: There you go. I like that one better. Okay. See,
0: you know, we, we, we can workshop this live yeah. on, on the air. It's all that's, good. That's that's
3: that's a good one right there. <laughs> Dorian's like,
1: damn it. <laughs> Say what you want. You seem like you want to say something. But you don't want to say
3: something. Uh, no, no. What I was going to say was, um uh, speaking of the Steelers, there there have been rumors about them bringing in Tyron Matthew as their as their free safety. But if that happens. Min-
1: that would be the, one of the best defensive backfields in a long time.
3: Absolutely.
1: Put him next to Minka
3: Fitzpatrick. Absolutely.
0: So the other rule that the NFL has decided to do to, to, in their infinite stupidity is in the playoffs, they are going to um, make sure that both teams have an offensive possession. I'm cold with it.
1: No, we just talked <laughs> about this a few months ago it's so cool. that it's it's played. Hey, 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 it's more football. Just. Take it and be happy. <laughs> I'm
0: I'm sorry. I can't I can't abide by the snowflake rule. I'm sorry. If and then, you're not good enough to play defense, then get off the field.
1: And then by the way, if it's really about playing defense, each team will get a shot to do that also.
0: Play better defense. Mm-hmm. Stop them. Stop somebody. Sorry. Well,
1: you know, in hindsight, thinking about this stuff, the NFL is offensive bias. So oh yes. Yeah. So I think it's only fair that you put both offenses on the field because the defenses are probably at a pretty fair disadvantage. All you got to do is have four or five plays that you did not put, you know what I mean, that you got in the back pocket.
2: Yeah.
1: A couple of variations of things, and you might just be able to go boop, boop, boop right down the field and end this. Yeah. Well, tough.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Life is not, not about being fair. Life isn't about being equal. You don't like it, play defense. Now we'll see. My my thought is it probably won't even matter. There probably won't even be an overtime game in the playoffs this year, just because of this rule.
1: I mean, did you watch last year's postseason? It was pretty really crazy. It was weird.
0: Yeah, and and that's why they're doing it because one game, one game. And remember the last time they tried to do something because of one game, the Saints. Mm -hmm. Remember. Yeah. And see how all well that turned out. But, anyways, Dorian, you want to talk about the free agencies?
3: Yeah. So uh, I was just looking to see um, who's available, and um, I'm shocked that Tyron Matthew is still available. Um, maybe it's a, a money thing. Um, yeah, Tyron Matthew, uh, Odell Beckham—he's hurt, so I'm sure they're probably waiting to see how his recovery is going to be. Stephon Gilmore, so. Um, I was I, I was reading that he's linked to the Raiders and the Chiefs um, uh, as as their next uh, starting uh, cornerback. Um, if I think that he'll more likely go to the Chiefs, I think I think I think Chiefs need to bolster up their uh, their secondary, especially with the emergence of uh, of uh, Devontae Adams, and you got you, you know you got the Jerry Judys and. Um, and you have Kent also Patrick. Keenan Allen, so you're definitely going to have to bolster up that uh, the defensive back for the Chiefs. So, you know, I'm thinking that you, you, know, you notice there's one team that's
0: not signing free agents. And that's the Green Bay Packers. Why is that?
3: <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he ain't got no money. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. They've got to the draft everything. But but here's the thing, right? So apparently Aaron Rodgers don't like playing with rookies. Bro, that's all you're gonna be playing with the next couple of years. I love is it. Rookies.
1: I, I love it. This is gonna be so fun to watch. I didn't like I didn't like him from the day he started whining about the pat the, the Brett Favre thing. Uh my
0: my, my favorite part is. Well, if they're small, they're going to draft five receivers this year, because they have to. If they draft five receivers the past few years, they
1: wouldn't be in this mess. Right. If they draft wide receivers this year, there's going to be nobody on the defense to stop the run.
3: Right. right. So Which is their problem
1: um, last year, if I remember correctly.
3: Yep. They can stop They can stop that league, and it's only going to get worse, because they they lost the guys, the Karrion Smith or anything? Uh, the the Darius, the the yeah, Darius, Darius Smith. Yeah, Darius. Yeah. Yeah. He went to the Vikings. Yep. So, went to the Vikings. So, what are they going to do on defense? Don't know. They're looking at drafting the wide receiver Drake London out of uh, USC. Is is what I've been hearing. But good luck with that. Yeah. No matter who you draft at this point. I Uh, mean, this is
1: this is like something you do when you first start playing Madden franchise. Like, oh fuck, (laughs) I'm never signing the guy to that contract again. And then you go turn the salary cap off so you can just fix it this year, and then like turn it back on next year. That's what you do. That's what you. Yeah, they they really they messed this one up. They, boy, mm. like to cut Aaron Rodgers. You know how much they're gonna be on the hook for?
2: Yeah,
1: pretty big chunk. Yeah, pretty big chunk. Yeah, and oh. there was no exit strategy at all. I all. No,
3: the, the <laughs> extra know. strategy.
1: The exit strategy is ride the flaming plane into the mountain.
3: <laughs> That's
1: what it is. Made it, yeah. made it oh, that yeah. I burn light the way. I just hope <laughs> the crash is on a mountain that I am near.
2: DJ <laughs> wants pictures. I want pictures. Yes.
1: I'm yeah. so sick of this guy. And then like yeah. he's gonna he's gonna at some point you know this in like the next 10 years. He's gonna blame the Green Bay front office for all of this.
3: Yep. He is. Yeah, like, this we, just couldn't, help.
1: we just couldn't get players around me, like you know, you never have a running back. never have this. No defense, blah, blah, blah. That's going to be like, yeah, absolutely had nothing to do with, like, your gigantic, like, 18% contract, 8% whatever it was. I can't remember what it was. Who's
0: <laughs> yeah. the
2: worst GM,
1: well,
0: Aaron Rodgers or LeBron James?
3: Well, at least LeBron try to put people together. He try to put them. You know with him, he tried to figure LeBron it out. Ron
0: tried to put peanut butter on pizza. <laughs>
3: Look, Some people tell you that's something. fine,
1: you got to watch out.
3: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, like, where's my money? Y'all figure out who coming to play here. I just want my money. If they told
1: me at work that I could get 50% of all the jobs I did, but I would have to work with a guy that could only do. 6% uh, work at a 6% level. I'm not going to do it. I'd rather have somebody like making 20% next to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll make the little 30%, you know, that would be a little right, extra right. there and and keep everybody rolling, you know, yeah. keep the team rolling.
3: Yeah. I
1: just there's <laughs> none of that in Aaron Rodgers. There's none of oh. that in Aaron. Rodgers. There's none of this man. It's worth the money and going to make my life easier if I just spread this around. No nope, none of that.
2: Right.
1: And then he's going to get sacked next year and get none of those memes where he's laying on the ground with a helmet on the top of his head. <laughs> he's, he's probably going to complain about that too while he's applying vitamin D to the forest.
3: Um. Real quickly. So also also uh, read that uh, the Seahawks could be pursuing a trade for Jordan Love.
1: That doesn't matter. He sucks too.
0: Yeah, no like, well, well, he, they He's just, a step up He's a step up from Ju long But I mean, where,
1: so are you Where's Matt Flynn <laughs> Where's <laughs> Matt Flynn Yeah where's Matt he's Flynn just... <laughs> I wonder if they like what? to make that contract again <laughs> That guy made like 15 18 million dollars in one game. one game One game One game Ball in 455 and 5 touchdowns I believe
0: Yep I thought it was
1: 6 But it may have been 5 well, sure, let's look at Maddie Flynn's monster contract <laughs> game. That's what it should be labeled as.
3: Uh, it, it still doesn't touch the right. body of Bonilla, but that, that, yeah. that, that's a heist that, in itself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Three-year, $19 million.
0: Mm. Oh, God, who, who was the guy that played for the Patriots that went, went for the Chiefs? He played when, when Brady got hurt. Castle. And Matt got Castle Matt Castle, Matt That's Castle,
3: right. yeah. Ugh. Which now he's coaching high school football now.
0: Well, probably good, because to that, was that, that too. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was the last time that he played before he played for the for the Patriots. <laughs> People forget that Matt Castle never started a game in college.
3: That's right. He was a backup to Sanchez, right?
0: Sanchez. And Palmer. Oh, and Brady. You
3: <laughs>
1: Like, so he just back, back, back up. He's a professional clipboard holder. On that paid. He was Jason Garrett. Yeah. The Jason came in one game, skeeted his whole lot out in Thanksgiving against Brett Favre and the Packers. Kept it rolling to the playoffs. Good job, Jason. <laughs> Clap it up for Jason. He would like that.
2: Yeah. That's okay.
1: You'll clap for Jason. Jason will clap for you. <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh. Okay. So I w- I was right. Matt Flynn's massive contract game. He he threw for 480 yards and six touchdowns.
1: Against still who holds the a
0: single game Packers record for no, much switch has the
1: game. Against who the Bears? Nope. It's against the Lions. Mm, I was trying to I was trying to be nice there. <laughs> oh, and How's here's it? the best part.
0: If the Lions had won that game, they would have gone to the playoffs.
1: Oh, man. And they gave it up to a terrible quarterback.
0: Yep. The most Lions thing ever. Awesome.
1: I got to look at this in that castle.
0: Now, okay, and I'm going to say this because I completely forgot about this. Matt Flynn won a national championship as a starting quarterback. Where did he go? LSU
1: Can you just give me a minute Just give me a minute It was coming It was coming Just a little smoky in there
3: Oh So was that the year They won He won with Nick Saban Was that Nick Saban's first uh, NCAA championship For
0: the LSU I believe I believe so Um, No
1: That was um, Les Miles Miles Okay Matt Castle has 107 games played and 82 interceptions thrown. Solid. Hey, look at that.
0: Those are Joe Namath numbers. Solid. Mm-hmm. 11, 16, 12. Just
1: giving those interceptions up. <laughs> Matt Castle. <laughs> Matt Castle. Let's see. He started no games until he started 15 games for the Patriots. went. Yeah, Because that was the year that, that uh, Brady blew out his ACL. Trying mm-hmm. to look at his career record for fun to make me giggle. Oh, there it is, thirty-six and forty-five. Not as funny as I yeah, thought it so was in my head. Not Ryan Leaf territory. No, <laughs> he does have a 100, 104 touchdowns, eighty-two
0: interceptions. And hey, look at that. I mean, those, those are Seneca Wallace numbers.
3: I nice. I haven't heard him so long. <laughs> Seneca
2: Wallace. Yeah. It, it could be
3: Iowa State yeah, yeah. he came in to work some
1: magic when Russell went out though a couple times so you got to give Seneca credit for that he did that, work a little that, magic
0: that, I, you know I, I still feel good though
1: we're not going to take a Seneca Wallace he stayed in his no, lane he didn't try to Matt Castle himself yeah my
0: <laughs> team did not invest money to bring in Trevor Simeon
2: uh. oh Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I would assign.
1: I would assign James Winston before that yeah.
0: so the, the Chicago Bears quarterback room is Justin Fields and Trevor Simeon
1: I don't even know if he's like a good veteran presence because I mean you no. don't know what the fuck's going on it's obvious right. goodness wow. this is getting weird It's getting weird. This has been one of the weirdest (laughs) off-seasons. It's been absolutely fun to watch. And it's only going to get
0: even more um, weirder as the draft approaches. I know. I can't wait.
1: I have a feeling the Cowboys are going to do some moving and shaking this year.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, to the Cowboys' benefit, Jerry Jones is going to be distracted. So Stephen Jones is going to handle the GM duties for the draft, so they might actually you, have a good draft.
1: You really think Jerry cares about that case? He talks to his lawyer twice a week about that case. That's it. <laughs> doesn't give a shit. Look, you, you think? Look, you think it's go, real? Go back in your memory. probably, absolutely. <laughs> probably the last time he got it up. Um, but like,
0: cocaine's a hell of a drug.
1: Yeah, <sighs> Jerry, he doesn't care. If, over his field of work that you've examined you really think he gives a shit about that
2: <laughs>
1: This is the kind of guy that signed, this he signed Pac-Man Jones. <laughs>
2: uh.
0: everyone needs a party partner.
1: I'll tell you what, Pac-Man did good for us till he whipped one of the bodyguards Jerry provided for him.
3: Yeah. he, he did that. Man. man, Pac-Man I've uh, they I've heard rumors that when Pac-Man was at a Pac Man has always been authentic. Like, this is who he is. Like, people try to cover for him. They said he was like that in high school when he went to Atlanta Westlake. They said when he went to West Virginia, they said, like, this is Pac Man Jones the where he will bust somebody's ass, not think twice about it at all. <laughs> at all. And he's known for going to the strip club. I've never heard it before. He goes to the strip club, makes it rain, and then threatens to punch the strippers so they don't give his money back. That is
1: crazy,
3: I, bitch. This is a prop. I, I
1: don't to touch it.
3: the props. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't touch it. I'm making it rain. You got me on the ground. You better not touch my shit. Give me back. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm making give me it my rain bag. like it's a ticket booth at Chuck E. Cheese and still trying to take it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what he got in trouble. He was in Tennessee. Like he literally was like fighting strippers, getting his buddy back, reclaiming rainwater. <laughs> oh that is hilarious man is never heard it like.
0: <laughs> that is one of the craziest stories i've ever heard <laughs>
1: and, and, and we've heard some crazy stories but that's one of the craziest <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, pac-man joe's baby
1: could you imagine going to mcdonald's getting a cheeseburger and say don't touch the money bitch <laughs> yeah. just leave it on the counter just eat the whole cheeseburger in front of her and then pick the money up and walk out
3: (laughs) oh Oh, man that's (laughs) Pac-Man dang
1: oh man what a fun time that was for the Cowboys they were garbage (laughs) they had a certain
0: quarterback of Quincy Carter
1: uh, who was actually going to be okay if cocaine wasn't a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> he, he would have been okay. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying Super Bowl winner. I'm not saying Super Bowl winner. He'd have been okay, though. I was sad about that. Bill Parcells was going to fix him. For mm-hmm. the NFL, he not did. like fix his personal life. No, no, no. I mean, for the NFL, he was going to fix right. his game and, and, and apply him to the NFL. I was excited about Quincy, and he just couldn't keep it together. That was kind of sad. Yeah, because I feel like he had a lot of talent.
0: Sadly, it happens to a lot of them.
1: Oh, absolutely, through a lot of them. Absolutely, I just that one was personal because I watched it. I was excited when they drafted him. Actually, I was like, "Oh, oh really?" I was like, <laughs> "Really? This is what <laughs> we're doing—the best, cor- uh, the best uh, quarterback in college football." Didn't he fall in the draft because he had a pre-draft draft problems? I I know he fell in the draft, but I forget why.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because he was a standout at Georgia. like.
1: Yes, he was. I remember like, I was not happy when they were playing the Gators.
3: I was going to say, like, Florida, like, no team could touch him. I, I remember, I think his best game was Tennessee when he played Tennessee. Like, he scorched them.
0: Okay, so that was the draft that Vic was, was drafted. So the quarterbacks above uh, Carter were Vic,
2: um,
0: Drew Brees, and Quincy Carter.
1: Second round overall, 53rd. 53rd yep. overall. That's a a uh, at the time, yeah. it was it was a selection that was criticized by the media as a reach. It was later reported that owner-general manager Jerry Jones influenced the organization into making that decision.
3: Thanks, <laughs> Jerry. Uh,
1: I'm sure Bill is about excited that. about
0: that. Yeah. Look at the draft. Michael Vick, LaDena Thompson, Richard Seymour, Andre Carter, Marcus Stroud, Steve Hutchinson, Santana Moss, Juice McAllister, Michael Bennett, Reggie Wayne, Todd Heap, Drew Brees, Chad Mm. Johnson. Good God.
3: That's a good
2: draft.
0: So on on that note, gentlemen, I think we got to close it up shop for tonight.
2: Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to get beat over in the head with
0: something. Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I, hey, he I, I know my lane. I'm staying in my lane. Stay <laughs> in your lane. Be safe. <laughs> so this has been Sandlot Sports. Later. Want more Sandlot Sports. Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.